Thank you so much for joining me on the Change Through Pain podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. This is going to be a journey that will change your life and help you become the greatest version of yourself. Let's get started. Welcome back to Change Through Pain. Thank you so much for joining me once again on this journey. Uh, today, I'd like to talk a little bit about forgiveness. Uh, I think we've all been in a position to where we either needed someone to forgive us or we needed to forgive someone. We may be in that position right now where we're holding on to something that is not healthy. It is uh, bringing us down. It's causing us stress, anxiety, sadness, depression, anger. Whatever the situation may be, you've got to learn to forgive, truly forgive. And I know there's some awful things that have been done to you, to others. um, But by you carrying around that hurt, that anger, and being upset over something that happened that is gone, it's moved past, and there's nothing that you can do about it at this point, uh, the best advice is to truly forgive and be able to move on with your life. And so I'm going to walk you through some steps that have worked for me Uh, give you some suggestions, some tips, pointers, uh, things that you can read, videos that you can watch, uh, in addition, of course, to this podcast. So let's get going, guys. So forgiveness. Forgiveness is powerful. Uh, It allows us to come to a place to move on with our lives, uh, whether it be something small something really big, uh, we've got to learn to forgive and get ourselves to a place of peace and a place to where when we encounter that next conversation, that next interaction, that we are in a place to where we're ready to receive what is shared with us, whether it be good or bad, and be able to truly enjoy uh, the moment. And that's the objective. And that is something that I've learned uh, through this process, this healing process, this spiritual journey, this growing that I've done. And a couple of things that will be helpful to you is, number one, share how it made you feel. Number two, you need to listen, Uh, give them a chance to respond and apologize. And for whatever part you may have had Uh, In the circumstance, you need to take responsibility for your part as well, and you offer up uh, your statement, your comments about the situation, offer your apology, uh, sincere apology, uh, be empathetic, understand how it made them feel, share with them how you understand how it made them feel, and tell them that uh, you won't do it again, 
and or you'll do your best to work on this part of your behavior and improve and ask them to be patient with you and to call you out if something comes up again uh, rather than just get upset just call them out while it's happening and um, I think they can respect that uh, number three forgive of course uh, easier said than done but it's something that you've got to truly do inside yourself and get to a place of peace at that point you can then set some boundaries now that they understand that what they did or what they said affected you in a particular way that caused you to get upset now they can understand that and you can set some boundaries to where Again, if they're heading down that path and they're about to say something or do something and you cut them off in a nice, friendly way and you let them know that, hey, um, you're, you're doing it again. Um, I just want to give you a heads up and um, I, I don't appreciate that. And they'll be like, oh, OK, OK, you know, an average everyday person that wants to do better, that wants to your friendship, that wants you in their life, they're going to they're gonna recognize that. They're going to respect that. Uh, and the fourth piece is if these things don't work, and again, this may be over a period of time, days, weeks, months, and they've shown through their actions that they've changed. Wonderful. You've just gained a whole new relationship, a new happy, healthy relationship, and you've accomplished something that is tough to do, and that's set boundaries. On the flip side, if they do not respect you and they don't respect those boundaries and they continue through their behavior to cause you harm, emotional harm, then at that time, you have every right to distance yourself uh, if their behavior does not change. One thing that I would share is that don't just ghost them. I would tell them straight up because that way you're showing that you are stronger than they are and that you are following your boundaries and that you were serious. And it may take that for them to finally get it and to be like, oh, you know what? All right. I screwed up again. I'm sorry. I understand. I truly am going to work on this because you're important to me. You're important enough to me for me to work on my behavior and to change. And you can still distance yourself from them to give them an opportunity to work on themselves. But don't just go cold turkey. That's just my opinion. Um, it, it's, it's very unfair um, to the other person. At least let them know what it is that you're doing. So those are the four key steps that have um, worked for me and the things that I've learned um, in the past six months or so. And if I dig in a little bit deeper, forgiveness 
is associated with a toxic environment or toxic people in a lot of situations. If you were to refer to someone as toxic, it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It just means that they're not respecting your boundaries. You may not be sharing the same values. You may not view the world in the same way. And you might just have a completely different mindset and opinion on how something should or shouldn't be done. And you continue to butt heads with them. And that is basically a toxic environment because they may put you down. They may belittle you. They may just downright make you feel dumb. And that's not okay. And so there's three different environments that I think are the key here where you can deal with toxic people and toxic environments. And the first one would be work, whether it's uh, your coworker uh, or your boss or just someone in the building that you may have to interact with uh, that is toxic to you because of their comments or their behavior. Uh, also, of course, is a through friendships, you may have a toxic relationship with a friend. And through some soul searching, you may realize that this person that you call a friend is not truly a friend if they're going to disrespect you in that way and not respect your boundaries. A third part of toxic environments and toxic people would be a significant other, a husband, wife, uh, fiance, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, anything else that may be related to that. And that's a little bit tougher. It could be a parent, could be a sister, um, of course, a sibling. Um, that husband, wife situation gets really tough. And I've experienced them all, and as far as the work situation, I realized that I got into a work environment to where we were not able to work together because we just had two very different philosophies on how to manage the workflow, manage our teams, and manage uh, the day-to-day -day activities. And we were great friends outside of work, but we just could not work together. And so it was a toxic environment. I don't think that that person is a toxic person per se. And I don't see myself as being a toxic person from that work environment. However, we were toxic to each other in a work environment and it just didn't work. And so Ultimately, I shared my feelings. Uh, things did not change. This was over quite some time, over a year. And I finally was so unhappy that I just had to walk away. And it was the greatest feeling when I left. And honestly, no hard feelings. It's just It just didn't work out. And it's unfortunate, but that's how we grow and learn and understand to develop boundaries to what is healthy for us.
And so I've been able to do that. And friendships, I've had friends come and go. And some of them I may not necessarily call a friend. They were more of an acquaintance. And we had a lot in common in certain areas. But we got to a point to where one of us was making changes in our life and we took a different path, which took those commonalities and stripped them out to where we didn't have as much in common anymore. And we had to uh, just, one of us had to decide, uh, are we going to continue to hang out with each other or not? Um, I quit drinking um, January 1st of 2019 this year. And I can uh, no longer go to the places that I used to go um, because I don't want to put myself in a place of temptation. Now, I'm still around that environment from time to time, uh, but those that I'm around, they know my situation, they know my boundaries that I've set, and they respect those. So it's a, it's a healthy environment, and, and they, they can appreciate that. And, and I appreciate them for uh, respecting my boundaries and supporting me. Again, the what you need to do with that boss, with that coworker, with that friend, is you've got to communicate and give them an opportunity to understand how it is for you, how you're feeling from what they're doing. Give them a chance to respond. Listen to them sincerely. Actually listen and don't just be sitting there waiting to respond and not actually listening. Listen to what they're saying because hopefully they listen to you because they're responding in a way that you're respecting and they're going to respect you. And then when they apologize, you apologize as well. And then you set some boundaries you've forgiven each other and you move on. And that's what you need to do with that work environment. That's what you need to do with that friend. And the end result, of course, is if it doesn't work out, you distance yourself and or you leave. And that's just what you need to do for your own health. And the last piece that I wanted to dig into a little bit deeper is the significant other side of it. i I've gone through a marriage. We were married for about nine years. Uh, we were together six years prior and things seemed great. Um, at least the first half to three quarters of our relationship, including before we were married, we had children uh, that made it a little bit tougher and we made some choices that put some significant stress on the relationship. But what we lacked was, was communicating effectively to each other how each other was feeling. And we held the feelings in, we became resentful, and then we became cold, then we became rude, and then we became in some situations mean and distant. And that is not healthy for any relationship. And so... With the significant other, it's much tougher because you've really got to put a lot of work in. And one thing that I have learned is that you've got to work on that relationship 
every single day. When you first get up, you need to tell that person how much they mean to you. That's so important. You need to share in what it is that they're interested in. At least listen. At least act as if it's important to you. And I don't say that in a negative way, but I'm saying show them the appreciation because you do that and they're going to return the favor to you because you're a team and you're supporting each other. And so as you work through the relationship, if you work on it and you learn to communicate, you learn to listen, you learn to apologize, admit when you made a mistake, realize that it's not a competition. You need to have your own boundaries set through those communications and you need to respect those boundaries so they will then in turn respect the boundaries that you've requested. And if you can do those things, you can continually move forward in the relationship and be at a place to where you can easily forgive because these small things that can turn into big things and create a big issue in the relationship will never get to a point to where they cause major harm. If you just address them as you go along using these steps, you're going to set yourself up for a better opportunity to have a successful relationship. And so forgiveness across the board is so important in your life. Um, Of course, your children, that's a big piece of the puzzle as well. Um, If your children do something that you told them not to do, you might get upset, but don't necessarily verbalize how upset you are. Give them an opportunity to explain why they did what they did. Treat them like a human being that they are. Respect them. And you'll be amazed at how they'll respond. I don't believe in physical abuse of any kind with children. I've never touched my children. That's my philosophy. And I grew up in an environment to where I was physically abused in a way that was shown to me or told to me that was loving. It. I'm sorry, but that's what they believed, and that's great, but it had the opposite effect on me. Uh, It it made me more uh, resentful, uh, made me more violent uh, in my reactions to things and not being able to control um, myself. And that's just me. And so when I had children, I decided that I was going to sit them down. I was going to listen to them. I was going to talk to them. I was going to share with them the reasons why they should and should not do something, the consequences, and take the opportunity to teach a lesson if they chose to make a decision that was the opposite of what I asked them to do.
and that's just part of life. We've all we've all learned, we've all grown up uh, in different ways, different environments, and it's worked for me with them. Uh, they were great, great children, uh, very respectful, uh, understanding, successful, and so uh, I'm very proud of that. And so forgiveness in the work environment, with your friendships, uh, with your significant other, and with your children. Uh, it's just so important. And there's just so many pieces to the puzzle that you have to consider. But if you approach every relationship with empathy, put yourself in their shoes, truly try to understand where they're coming from based on their experiences. They have a different outlook. And then be compassionate. You don't have to agree with them necessarily, but be compassionate. Treat them with respect with your words and your actions. And then practice gratitude with them. I've started every morning and at dinner time and in the evenings, I've started a gratitude exercise with my sons and I just look at them and I say, okay, what are you thankful for? And I give them each a chance to say something and then I say something and then we go around again. We may do it two or three times and it's getting their mindset in a place of gratitude, number one, which opens them up to being empathetic and compassionate to those around them. And it's so important. And I wish I had truly been taught these things at a young age, but that's okay. This is my journey. This is what got me here. I'm proud of who I am. I'm not proud of some of the things that I've done or said, but I've apologized to those that I've hurt. I've accepted what I've done. I've forgiven myself and I'm working every day to change behaviors and become the best version of myself. And this is just one of the many practices. So forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. You are able to do that. Your life will be so much easier. So with that being said, I appreciate everybody tuning in today. I hope you got something valuable uh, out of this podcast. Uh, it was really, really important to me that I shared this with you. Totally 110% from the heart. Um, I can't, I can't stress that enough. Um, I just, it's so, so important. Uh, and I'd like to end the podcast uh, by reminding everybody to take one day at a time, enjoy the moment, stay positive, forgive, be honest, show love and understanding at all times. So I'd appreciate it if you take a moment to like any of my posts that you particularly like, uh, comment anything um, that you think would bring value uh, about the episode, the YouTube video, uh, the Instagram post. Uh, any of those things would be great uh, to get the dialogue going, to get people um, engaged 
that's the that's the whole point of this is to change one life. And I know we can change many and create hope and inspire and motivate others to take the journey that I've chosen to take to make myself the best version of myself. So again, thank you so much. Uh, Everybody have a blessed day and until next time. Thank you for listening to the Change Through Pain podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. As a men's coach, my mission is to empower men to have confidence, be disciplined, and live on purpose with passion. If you're a man who desires to replace current habits that are keeping you stuck by creating new habits that will transform your mental, physical, financial, and relational health, this program is for you. The first program I offer is a strategy session to sit down and unpack one challenge you're currently facing. The second program I offer is the Empower Hour. It's a one-hour video chat and will focus on one area of your life you're unsatisfied with and help you determine a measurable action plan. The third program I offer is 30-Day Power Up. It's a four-week high-intensity wake-up call. And the final one is the Man on a Mission. That is the signature program that will take you from where you are now and create the life you desire in 15 weeks. If you're interested in any of these, please learn more by visiting chainsthroughpain.com.